Jess, it's happening. Whoa, Tina, what are you doing in my car? Space is here now. No closet will be left behind. Did you say closet? Yes, the Container Store custom closets are up to 25% off. It doesn't matter the size or shape. Space is coming to them all. You're not serious. Space isn't a joke, Jess. How long do we have? Through October 13th. All right, buckle up. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha. The Container Store, where space comes from. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dikewood Mills. Dikewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dikewood Mills. Jesus, thanks a million for what you've done for us already. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Luke 6. My topic is miracle money. Luke six thirty eight. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down. Shaking together and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet withal, it shall be measured to you again. This is miracle. Give and it shall be given to you. That's a miracle. Many people don't recognize the miracle in Luke 6, 38. We have even songs about it. Give, it shall be given to you. Good measure, press down, shaking together. Running out. Yes. Now, you may not realize that in the world system, nobody gives. 
expecting somebody to give to them. It's one of the most absurd ideas for a normal secular person to think that anybody, when you give, it will come back to you. It's, it's absolute nonsense. Do you see? So actually, this scripture is the master scripture for miracle money or miracle of anything which is worth any amount of money. Beautiful. So let's study the miracle carefully and see how this miracle works. It works by giving. It says this is how the miracle works. The miracle of people giving you money. Men. Men. Plural. Giving to your bosom. Giving to your bosom is to giving to your stomach. All right? So, if you believe in miracles, then you believe in Luke 6.38. This is one of the oldest scriptures I've ever known. I wonder if it can ever get out of my mind. Because it's so basic to every Christian. But we don't realize how miraculous it is and how absurd, incredible, incredulous, fantastic, out of this world. Stupid, maybe. It is to think that if I give, a lot of people in town will come and give me something. What do you think? Is it not absurd? When I walk on this blue thing, I'm blessed. Why should somebody give you money or anything because you gave brother John something? Why? Can you get the connection? There's no connection. That is what shows you the greatness of the uh, the greatness of the non-human and non-logic, non-reasonable or non-reasoning sequence. There's a gap in the miracle. There is a gap. It's not gift to your son. And when he grows up, he will come and give to you. That one, there's a logical sequence which we can follow. And even our phones will be able to, the computers will be able to program it and set it up. Give to your son. And when he grows up, he will come back to you and give you a lot of money. Much more than you spent on his education. How many agree that that makes sense? Yeah. 
Or give to somebody who is in school. When the person finishes school, the person, and the person will get a job and come and sponsor your, your children in school. It's quite logical. Give to somebody who is in opposition. And one day when he wins elections, he will remember you and he will, he will sort you out. These are all sequential, logical steps which we can all relate with. But give, just give. And then it shall be given to you. And it will be a good measure. It will be pressed down. Shaken to make sure more goes in. Huh? Then it will run over. And then a number of human beings. Men. Will. Give into your bosom. Do you have a modern uh, version there? Give into your bosom. What is it meaning? Change the version, Mr. Man. Pour into your lap. Wow. Pour into your lap. And is there another one? Use the bosom of your robe and use, will pour into the pouch. The pouch formed by the bosom of your robe and used as a bag. No, you see, that's why I'm, I'm calling my message Miracle Money. I, I want you to see that Jesus taught about the miraculous arrival of finances into your personal life. Amen. Settle down, settle down. Look, every move of God is sparked or developed by people who add often just one more scripture to the scriptures which they assume are true, but have assumed a lot of others are not true. Without knowing. For instance, the scripture, you must be born again, is something that it was not assumed that it was true for a long time. Then came a group and emphasized that that word born again is literal, it's true. It's real. And that a person has to actually undergo an experience called born again. I think it was seen as, you know, this type of poetic 
like, oh, you know, be renewed in your life, like a new life, a new chapter of your life. Because it's mentioned only once. But then there were people that took it very seriously. And they said, you must have an experience called born again. You are born again. Then they took it to World Cup. And many sermons ended with the phrase, you must be born again. Just like the book of life. You can actually get to the point where you believe it literally. That there is a real book. Am I smelling kebab or I'm dreaming? Are you also smelling it? (laughs) Wow. So, the good news for all of us is that Jesus Christ himself, the one who made, is it in the beginning was God, John 1, 1. The word was with God. The word was God. Verse 2. The same was in the beginning. Verse 3. All things, okay, were made by him. This F, which rotates since we were born, has been rotating. It takes exactly 365 days. Because we are the third from the sun. We are the third. One, two, three. We are just the third. We are quite near the sun. The sun is actually a star. We are all going this way. Now there's a clock. Anti-clockwise. Earth is going. Mercury is going. Jupiter is going. Jupiter takes ten years to go around like this. So the further you are, the longer it takes a long time. So Jupiter takes 10 years to go. Venus, uh, one year is 225 days. We are 365 days. Mercury is very close. It's 88 days. But we are all going this way. Venus alone is going this way. Independent spirit. Right there. He's doing his own thing. Among the planets. (laughs) But, amazingly, you even wonder why. You know, you even wonder why it's going this way. It's been fixed. You know, the earth is the Lord's. And you know, Genesis 1-1 also describes uh, In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. Verse 2. Look at that. Beautiful. The earth was without form and void. This is how all the planets are. Void. Change the version. Change the version. The earth was formless and empty. Empty. There was nobody here. It's just like Mercury. Just like Venus. 
They recently took a photograph of a storm on Venus. If Venus is so hot, it's 450. You, when a kettle boils, it's 100. Okay? 200. 300. 400. 450. So that it, it, goes, it ranges from 450 to 470. That's the temperature on Venus. Why? Why is it hotter than Mercury? It's because Venus has clouds like the Earth. It's the brightest thing you ever see in the sky is Venus. Anything you see, the brightest, brightest is always Venus. It's the nearest planet. It has clouds. So when the sun goes, it doesn't escape. So under it's very hot. But Mercury has no cloud. It's just bare rock without clouds. So when the sun comes on it, you know, it's just the sun. But and it takes so long for a one year. One hundred one one day is one hundred and seventy six days. It's one day. So when you start the day today, tomorrow is in one hundred and seventy six days. So the back of Mercury becomes cold. Do you understand? The back becomes cold. Yes. The part that doesn't face the sun becomes cold. Yeah. Yeah. Are you with me? The earth was empty. What does he say? Darkness and empty. Empty. No. Every planet they've been, they have been so disappointed. Actually, they used to they made it in films of people that they were going to find on Mars. Martians. Yes. And Mars was so cold and the highest temperature you can get was 22 degrees on Mars because it's further away. So it's getting colder. Yeah. Further away from the sun. So it's getting colder. And the, the north and south pole of Mars they are all snow. I mean, it's cold, very cold. Yeah. So they are just going around like that. And as they are going around, they are going like this. Oh, magic. And they can't find anybody. Formless, empty. Hmm? Then when they went to uh, Jupiter, to their surprise, it was not made of uh, rock. There was no rocks. It's only gas. There's nothing to stand on. Yes, it's just gas. And you wouldn't want to be in Jupiter because the atmosphere of Jupiter is just ammonia. You know when you wee wee, the smell you smell is ammonia, solid, high concentration of ammonia. Yes. You go through. It's, it's a storm. There are storms going around. The, the earth can fit into Jupiter 1,000 times. 1,000 of the whole earth. So there's, a, there's actually a storm, which is one of the wonders, seven wonders of the universe, which is as big as the earth. And it goes around it's like an eye in Jupiter. It's just it's a wild storm. They've been looking at the storm for years. Yeah. So like... They can't find God. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> Who made all these things? He's a very big God. Now, 
God so loved the world. Us. Do you see? Okay, by the way, Genesis 1, 2, 3. Uh, where is it? Back there. Empty. Verse 3. God said, let there be. Let there be. And there was light. Wow. That must, that must have been the sun. Must have called one of the stars. Hey. Arrive. And then there was light. Uh-huh. And God saw that, ah, not bad. And God divided the light from the darkness. Start rotating. F. Slowly, slowly. 365 days. For one year. And then 24 hours. Rotate 24 hours. It's okay. Night, day. Do you know the average temperature on earth is 7 degrees? Yeah, 7. That's the average temperature on this earth. When you add all the temperatures, hot, cold, north pole, south pole, and adult, average is seven. We are actually quite cold. Yeah. You don't know many things. I'm telling you many things. <laughs> Verse six. Yeah, and God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. What's that firmament? Have you got another version? Space between the waters on the ground, and that's the cloud. You see, like Venus has that, but Mercury doesn't have it. The waters in the air, air are the clouds, so that's why water comes on us when it rains. God said the waters should be up and some should be down. There should be a space, arrangement of people and things. Wow, let there be a space between. Wow, continue. To separate them. Then God made the space to separate the waters of the earth from the heavens. And he called the space sky. Verse 9. And God said, let the waters beneath the sky flow together in one place so that the dry ground may appear. So that the sea moved here and then the earth moved. And by the way, there's far more water on the earth than the land. God saw it was not bad at all. And then God said, is it like mercury? There's nothing there. Barren rock. Mars, the red planet. They have been so disappointed. There's nothing there. And God said, let the land sprout with vegetation. As soon as you come to earth with your spacecraft, then you see water. You see people walking. This is what you don't see everywhere. You know, when you watch a film and you see the planets, then they say, then they come to Earth. Then you see Earth. Then you see people. Then you see a car. And you see people walking. And you see water up and down. It's the only planet activity. Everywhere else is void. Beautiful. Verse 12. And they produce vegetations, seeds, seed bearing fruits. Wow. God saw it was good. Actually, the earth is very miraculous. The land produced vegetation. Evening and morning passed. Verse 14. And God said, let great lights appear in the sky. Whoa. 
to separate the day from the night and let them mark off the seasons, the days, and the years. Let great lights appear in the sky. What are the great lights? The sun, the moon, the stars. That's why we have the morning star. It's the star that appears just before the morning to herald the coming of the morning. It's called the morning star. By the way, you know, nowadays we, we ignore the stars because we have digital GPS and all that. But in those days, Charlie, you need, you better know your way to the northern star, Polaris. Polaris. You have to find Polaris. You have to find it. You don't have to know how to see. That's, a, no, that's north. That's a compass. You need the stars. The moon is telling us. That's why people say the moon die. It's the end of the month. The moon die. The moon becomes small and it disappears. Moon die. So when moon die, and it's 30 days, and the moon dies every 30 days, and it starts to go again. Magic. By the way, if you see the F with the moon, you will see the F very big and the moon very close compared with the other planets. Very close. It's big and close to the F. Very close. Amazing. Continue. Let great lights. Let these lights in the sky shine down on earth. And that is what happened. God made two great lights, the sun and the moon. The larger one to govern the day and the smaller one to govern the night. He also made the stars. Yeah. Huh? Amazing. This is magic, eh? So, those who don't believe in miracles, please get up and resign. I need your resignation letter. Go to another religion if you don't believe in miracles. Yes. The earth is a miracle. So when we talk about miracle money, I think it should be a small problem. Yes. God made two great lights. The small one to govern the night. He also made the stars. I love it. God set these lights in the sky to light the earth. Verse 18. To govern the day. And God saw that it was good. 19. Evening passed. 20. And God said, let the waters swarm with fish. Let there let be fish now. Suddenly there were fish, sardines, herrings, sharks, whales, eels, swordfish, dolphins, shrimps, lobsters. Barracuda. Tilapia. Let the waters swarm with fish and other life. And then let the skies be filled with birds of every kind. And you don't believe in miracle money. 
Tonight I'm talking about miracle money. This is a miracle earth. Miracle fish. Every fish you see in the sea is a miracle fish. Every bird you see flying is a miracle. The chicken that you've been frying and chewing, the bones, are all miracles. So God created great sea creatures and every living thing that scurries and swims in the water and every sort of bed, each producing offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. There are all kinds of beds. There are beds which, like the albatross, if it's, if it's about to fly, it will start running from here. It takes off. It, it, you see, it takes off like how we usually take off into the spirit. It runs like this. As if it's going to fall. And it takes time to go up. Then it goes. It's the only bed that flies like a plane. It needs a runway. The rest of the beds, they just go into the spirit. Receive the grace to go into the spirit suddenly. Suddenly. You're on land and you go into the air. You don't have to struggle to become spiritual. Beautiful. The albatross can fly for months. Uh, It doesn't come. It flies over over the water. It's just flying for months. It can fly to another continent. It's just flying non-stop like this. Amazing. Energy that is renewable and just keep moving. There are birds that can fly fish in water like that. Intelligent birds. There are birds which have a, a hook, a, a big loop in the mouth. And then they go in the water and then they just open the beak and then they just slide through the water like that. Yeah. Different types. He said, everyone after his own kind. And when they were beautiful ones. And birds, you know, they are, birds are the ones that have like one partner, some of them. One partner. Apart from that, if you're in the animal world, you don't usually have one partner. That's what we are struggling with now. Trying to have one partner. It's very difficult for us. And the birds, they can sing. I once watched different birds. And when they are attracting, attracting their female, they, they do a performance. They do big performance. Oh, you should see. And they learn every sound. You see a, a bird that makes the sound like a camera. Crap. Or if you've heard a saw, they make... Different sounds that they've ever heard. Like magic. Different kinds of birds. God is great. You say there is no God. Eh? It's a magic thing, right? But these are miracles. But you know, the most amazing bird, it keeps coming to my mind, you know. It has a nut to crack. It cannot crack the nut. So you know what it does? It flies to sit on top of a traffic light. It knows that the cars are passing. So it sits on the traffic light and drops the thing. And when the car passes over and breaks it, then it comes down picks it and goes back and it goes again brings another one, drops it the cars pass over then it picks the crack one and goes. so it's using the people when the people cross the road and it's red and they just go pick it fantastic yes. birds that hunt other birds mid air like fighter jets that's what they learn, that's why they call the American jet falcon 
F7. They, they watch the Falcon. The shape of the wings. The speed. In the mid-air. They catch you in mid-air. They catch birds in the air. Falcon. Falcon strike. When a Falcon gets its praise because of timing. Timing. Mid-air. Hey, these are magical things that have happened. Miracles. Look, you people, I beg you to believe. You know, I want you to say, I want to say something. You know, when, when Jesus was, the disciples were trying to cast out the demons and they couldn't from the epileptic boy, then they came to Jesus and Jesus was exasperated. He said, oh, faithless generation. How long will I be with you? Then after he cast out the child, then the disciples came to ask him, Charlie, Lord, why were we not able? And he said, because of your unbelief. Then he said, but this kind comes out not but by prayer and fasting. That means that prayer and fasting is equivalent to faith. Because he said, this one will come out but by prayer. And fast. But when they asked him why, he said, faith. He said, oh, faithless. So faith, believing is a very wild thing. That brings all the big, big miracles. Then he said, it comes out by prayer and fast. But he said, the reason is because of your unbelief. Look at it. Jesus said, because of your unbelief. That's the reason. Then he made a point later. But anyway, this one comes out by prayer and fast. But he himself did not pray and fast before he cast out it. Yes, he had fasted and prayed already. He was pointing them out. Yeah. So, is it what I'm trying to explain is that faith there. It's everything for your life is to believe. And we are actually here because of our beliefs. I mean, what am I doing here? What on earth am I doing here? I'm here because of the things I believe. Yes. So I want you to have faith. Faith is like prayer and fasting combined. God, Jesus said the reason is your unbelief. Simple. And he himself did not go and fast and pray. He had finished. Apart from that 40 days fasting that he did, we never heard of Jesus fasting. Only eating. Look, let's believe what we are reading here eh, and stop creating fantasies in your mind. Yes. Back to the magic of Genesis chapter 1. Be fruitful and the fish beds. Verse 23. Evening passed. 24. God said, let the earth produce animals. Small ones, big ones. The whole earth was filled with lions, tigers, leopards, rats, squirrels, every type of strange animal. And God said, different types. Now you see, when you are not used to wildlife, you think all all of them are the same. But you take a lion who has such strong teeth and lo- a very long one on the side here. You wouldn't want to meet that lion to bet, but it passes through you and that's it. It's just, you are finished. All of them have that long one here. And they snarl, you see the tooth. It's, it's not a pleasant thing to meet. Uh, you, wouldn't, you never see a real lion in, in front of you without a... No. But you know, one of the things a lion cannot do is to climb a tree. Yeah, they can climb, but they, they really have a problem with climbing. And many times when they climb, they, climb, they fall badly. 
But a leopard is smaller. So the lion will be like this. The leopard is much smaller. And the cheetah is much smaller and slim. The cheetah can run. He can't fight a leopard. A leopard is beastly and secretive. He doesn't mind and doesn't have fellowship. It's a, it's, a, it's a melancholic, isolated creature. Some of you behave like leopards. Yes. When they come together with another leopard, it's just for mating. Yeah. So if your relationship is just sex and then everybody goes to his different world, you are a leopard. It's a leopard marriage. But lions, even though they are very strong, they are all together. You can have 40 of them, 30. They are always moving together. And the team, when they are going hunting, they part. when they get to a certain point, then they part. When they see a prey, then they part. This team goes here, this team goes here, another one goes here. This one is to scare. So it's called, Rah! then you run this way, they are waiting for you here. Yeah. Not for God. God is very wild. Though. Look, I think this thing is beyond understanding yes but the leopard the leopard is all alone he doesn't need anybody doesn't need anybody he doesn't sleep in the day and when he catches his prey he climbs up into the tree where nobody can reach there is no other animal that can come there the only animal that doesn't really like the leopard are the chimpanzees because they are also up in the tree and they don't like the leopard at all because he can come he can follow them but the chimpanzees are also, some of them are very big and they can fight leopards. They'll take you on. Yes. It's by size. In jungle, it's by size. That's what, when you meet a lion, you lift your hand up like this. And then he sort of sees that you are very big. They don't, they don't take you on. That's why they don't attack cars. Because the car is bigger than the lion. Yes. It's by size. He sees the whole car as one entity, which is too big. Yes. Are you with me? I mean, this is the magic that God did. And it's the same God we are serving. This is what we believe in. When I talk about miracle, I have providing of 10 cities or providing of 45 cities. And you are questioning what I am saying. I feel an insult is happening somewhere. What are you talking about? Thousand? What? Animals, livestock with different tastes. Red meat, white meat. Chicken is white meat. Pork, white meat. Rabbit is white. Cow, beef. Red meat, goat, red, sheep, red, lamb, crocodile, white. And by the way, crocodile, you can only eat the tail. The rest is too hard. The muscles are too hard to bite. So when you have a crocodile farm, they're only interested in the tails. They kill you for your tail. This is the only part we can eat. God made all of them. And crocodiles that you see in rivers and lakes, we have crocodiles that swim in the sea. Sea water crocodiles. It will come to the sand, enter the sea, and swim 200 miles in the water to come to an island and come off the island and stay there. Yes, in the water. 
Next time you are swimming in the sea, you, you may want to be praying, praying hard. <laughs> yes. And you see the sea, sea crocodiles. Yeah. I watched her and I said, no, I'm not watching a real thing. What is this? Through the sea, you see sea crocodile. You see the crocodile walking straight into the sea. And it's gone. And it goes and swims far, gets to an island and stays there to eat. And after some months, it may come back or it may stay there. Yes. Beautiful. God is wild though. Your honeymoon will be by Lake Zambe- River, Zam- Zambezi River. Zambezi River. Zambezi River. Verse 26. Now, then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like ourselves. That will reign over the fish, the birds, the livestock, the wild animals, the small animals. Wow. That's 27. So God created human beings. To look like him. This is how God looks like. He looks like. That's why Satan loves to make people blind, crippled, distorted, sick, contorted, and twisted. He, he, he senses that he's fighting the image of God. He hates God so much. And that is why God also puts in our heart compassion. To care for the people who are twisted and so affected mm. by satanic scourges over the human race to try to deform the race, to twist us and make us so different from how we were supposed to be. Yes. So God then, after all this, then God said, Let's do something that is different from all the other things we've made. Let's make a man. Who's going to look like us? Wow. Then he created a male and female. You know? Now, how, how, how is this important? Verse 28. And God blessed them. The first thing you had in his life is a blessing. So, those of you who have nothing, blessing. That's why I bless you every Sunday. I speak blessing over your life. First thing was to bless them. And said, be fruitful and multiply. Now, one of the things you learn from this, you know, is, you know, when Jesus was asked about divorce, is it right to divorce in Mark? You know, and then they said, um, <laughs> Jesus said, no, not so. And they said, why did then Moses allow do you see? In Mark, I believe, chapter 10. Why did... Mark, I want the one in Mark. Why did Moses allow it? And he said, in the beginning, it was not so. You see, in the beginning of the creation. So, 
It means that the beginning of the creation is something important for us to always refer to. To help us to see how things are supposed to be. You see, in the beginning of the creation. So that's why Jesus referred to how things were originally made. Yes. And in the beginning originally, males and females were together. Do you see? Yeah. So, when God joins males and females, like your normal life is male and female, male and female. That's why when you get married, usually within the first day, you feel as if you've been living together for some time. It's like, ah, but we are already used to ourselves. Blessing, is it not true? Is that not what happened to you? Is, is, is it what happened to you? Yes, we show. It happened practically? Yes, please. After how many days? Not long, not so long after. You felt that you were brothers and sisters? <laughs> the beginning. In the beginning. This is how he made us. We were just flowing normally. We were just flowing. Yeah. And there are many other things that I could tell you, but I'm not going to say that are from the beginning. You see that in the beginning, this is how it, 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 it was. Yes. And, 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 and you can see, you can see that it's, it's, it's a kind of guide how your life should be. Not the distorted picture which we are seeing. But we are seeing a slightly distorted picture in the beginning of creation. So the creation is very important for us to understand how our lives are supposed to be. Yeah, beautiful. But he said that we couldn't stay together because of the hardness of your heart. So any form of hardness spoils staying together. You can't yield. You can't change. Hardness of heart is hardness of you. You are hard. This is the reason for divorce. Almost all divorces are caused by hardness. I don't take this. I say, today is the end. Pack. Look, me, I, I tell you, my father, I told you, I don't understand certain things. Me, know my family. This and that, you know my character. I say this and that. I don't change. This and that. Hard. Look, we are talking about miracle money. Now, Luke 638. How many are enjoying creation? Now, now Jesus comes to this earth and says, Give. It's actually revealing to us a law. Give, and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Shall men. This is one of the first magical scriptures I ever knew. And it's very, very miraculous. If you don't have faith, you can't see it. But you are going to see it happen practically in your life. Number two, John 12, 24. This is a short Bible lesson. 
Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat abides in the ground, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. So the second point in my miracle money lesson is that your 10 cities will remain lonely alone. You see, it could have been part of a word. It could have been part of a word. But it's all alone. Your 100 cities could have been part of a lot of 100 cities. Do we have 100 cities? No. 50 cities. No. Your 50 cities could have been part of other 50 cities. It's like a family of 50 cities. But it says that except the corn falls into the ground, it stays alone. So, you know, you must believe. Um, this one, honestly, honestly, if you want just a lesson on logic, I don't know why you are here. Because this is a revival service. We're trying to revive ourselves in Christianity. It abided alone. Your corned beef at home is lonely on the shelf. It could have been surrounded by other friendly corned beef. Your tin of milk is very lonely because it has never fallen into the ground or been sown. Because Jesus is explaining the basis of the miracle. Of course, what Jesus is teaching, this will happen, then this will happen, but then there is a big gap. And after that gap, we can't understand how men will come and give to you. Which is where faith comes in. But if it was politics, so give to the people in opposition. When they come into power, they will remember you. Give to somebody's child. Then when he grows up, he will look after you or whatever. He will pay back. But Luke 638 is completely miraculous. And it's the scripture we use for money. So John 1224 is also saying that your dollar. It's going to be lonely. That is why sometimes when you have only one hundred dollar or one fifty dollar, perhaps it's it is actually a seed. It may be the best use of that dollar. Lonely dollar. Anyone here who has a lonely dollar or lonely euro lonely pound receive power to sow seeds your dollar will never be alone it will never be lonely from today in Jesus name your money will be in groups receive it in Jesus name number three Matthew 13 verse 8 is my third scripture. You know, we're just having scripture Bible study. 
Now, Ida sings a beautiful song about this. But I want to point out on this scripture. It says, the other fell into good ground. And brought forth fruit. So, you see, very important to know that when you are giving, you need to give into a good ground. Not every ground is good. That is why sometimes people will come and see a man of God. And you can see the man of God's servant is in need. But they prefer to give to the man of God. Do you understand? Which they can sense that this is a good ground. I see some anointing on this ground. Yes, because you are not you are not meeting a need. You are sowing a seed. You are looking at ground. You are not trying to solve a problem. You are sowing a seed. And you want a very good ground. Now, that's why people buy black soil. You see, this red sand you see here, the one on the roads, you can't get much out of it. When you plant things in it, it doesn't grow. Only weeds can grow there. Weeds are the hardiest type of this stubborn people who never die, never say die, never agree, never yield, never say no, never say yes, never koto. It's weeds that will grow there. But beautiful grass. You don't get it. You need good grass. So those who are experienced, when they see the hand, I say, me, I should put my seed in. Never. Me, I don't sow seed everywhere. When Bishop Oedebo came to Ghana, the first thing that occurred to me was a good seed. Good ground. As I've seen a good ground that is moving in Ghana. A good grounds, they are mobile. But the good ground has appeared and good ground has disappeared. Nothing to sow into. Yes. The first thing that occurred to me. And I went with a brother, you know, who were three of us. He asked everybody to go out. So just me and him and another brother. I, mean, I knew and I had prepared. So when I was finished, I, I, I gave my seat. When we went, he said, look, the thing that he regret more than any is that he didn't bring his seat. Yeah, the, the good ground left that night. It was away. Not every ground is good ground. That is why miracle money doesn't work when you sow on Bad ground. Yes. Nothing will come. Please, let's be serious. Nothing is going to come. That's why it's good to have a good church. Take Healing Jesus Crusade. One of the cheapest possible crusades. Crusade that is done with as little money as possible. You are not wasting money. It's one of the good grounds to sow. Where there's a blessing. Yes. So winning. So winning, you know, Philippians 3. Uh, Philippians 4, 14, um, verse 15. Yes, the beginning of the gospel. You see, gospel preaching. is the only place it's mentioned in the Bible. It says, at the beginning of the gospel, like evangelism, 
You are the only people who help me in evangelism. Philippians 4. Gospel. Look at it. Beginning of gospel. Gospel. You are the only people who. And this is 15, 16, 17, 18. Philippians 4, 19 is the one that everybody. My God shall supply all your whatever. It is the gospel preaching. The gospel is this. You, you see, one of the things is that, like now, Reinhard Bonke is not there. Who is there to sow a seed into to, to evangelize? Yes. You know, Bonke told me a story. I don't know whether I should tell you the story. Huh? You know, he said one day he was in a certain place. And, uh, you know, men of God sometimes are tired. And he was, he was going at the airport. And just at the last minute, this lady came. He, he told me, he said, he told me, there's the two of us. He said, I'm telling you to encourage you. Yeah. He said, the woman said, I've been waiting here for some hours. I was just about to leave. He said, what is it? What is it? What is it? Because, you know, so he, he was advised, just, just listen to what she has to say. Then she took out her checkbook <laughs> and wrote. I will not tell you how much she wrote, but there were a lot of zeros, 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 zeros. And she tore it out and she gave. She said, what name should I put here? She said, put my crusade. Give it to him. He said, I'm telling you to encourage you. A, a woman, he doesn't know her. He's in a hurry. The woman says, I'm about to leave. And she says, I was just about to leave. I said, he's the one coming here. What is it? Sit down. And sat down and just took out the check. Zero, 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 zero. Zero, 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 zero. Huh? Before the point, yes. Yeah. The point is a point, something. You are going to meet mysterious people who are going to mysteriously decide out of no good reason to just support you in whatever you are doing. Receive it in Jesus' name. Good ground. I said good ground. You must search for good grounds or if the mobile good ground is passing your way, get ready to plant your seed in a good ground. Not everywhere is a good ground. Beautiful. Miracle. God who made fish, sardines, he says to you today, I can make what you need and deliver it into your hand. Now, my, how many scriptures have I given you today? Three, four. Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse six. Beautiful. Beautiful. 
Uh, let's try another version. This one says, He which soweth sparingly shall reap sparingly. Remember this. A farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop. But the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. But let's use the word sparing. How many times you have received something and it looks very calculated? Like the, the giver has done some calculation. As if he was paying tithes before giving you the money. Huh? He which soweth sparingly. Today marks the beginning of the end of receiving sparing smaller amounts. Anytime God wants to bless you, he often starts by telling you to sow large amounts. Now, you know how I learned this in another way. You know, as a doctor, there are times I had to deal with trying to help people to have babies. At, at first, I wasn't conversant with the sperm counts. Because I know that only one sperm is needed. So I thought that, you know, if you have a thousand sperms, two thousand sperms, five thousand sperms, I mean, why do you want two thousand? You should be able to work. But I found to my surprise that a million cannot even do the job. A million spams. Two million spams. If somebody gives you a report with a spam count of two million, your heart will sink. Two million? You look and say, what can we do with two million? It cannot work. If somebody gives you a spam count of five million, you look and say, oh, only five. Your spams will never go down in Jesus' name. Now, now, if somebody comes with a spam count of 10 million, you'll still be unhappy. Very, very unhappy. It's very low. 15 million. No. 20 million. No. 30 million. No. Low. It's from 40 million up that it starts to be successful. Once I was talking to a gynecologist, he told me, he said, less than 40 million. They don't get pregnant. Less than 40 million. Yes, it's amazing. So, you see, that's why we give offerings. Many of each, each offering is like an ejaculation with a number of spams going. You don't understand the message, you see. 
I said that you people are confusing the people at the back. Yes. Seed, when it comes to seed work, it's always about numbers. That's right. Yes. So even if you take our missionaries whom we've sent out, they are a certain number of missionaries. The more we send, the more it's likely that one or two of them will be successful. So we've sent many missionaries, but not all of them have been successful seeds. You'll be one of the successful seeds that have been successful. Yes. Yes. Listen, many seeds are lost. Yes. Yes. You have no idea how many sperms are flushed into the toilet or the bathroom day after day. Probably between tonight and tomorrow morning, maybe 10 billion sperms will be flushed away. And used non-scoring seeds. That's why we need to send more missionaries. Whenever it comes to seeds, it's about numbers. Have you not noticed, those of you who did biology, I mean, of course, the art students wouldn't understand this, but... Do you remember tadpoles? Do you remember tadpoles? How, How many, how many do they give birth? Plenty! Uncountable millions! You see, a few frogs. Can, I mean, it's not as though we have 10 million frogs outside there. But there are few. But it's like to have those few, you need so many. And that is the reality with seed sowing. You have to sow and sow and sow. That is why God gives us the opportunity day, night, day, night, opportunity, 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 opportunity. So, so. So, so, so. All this is provoking the miracle money gift. And when it crosses a certain threshold. Now, if you knew the journey that a sperm has to travel. Look, it's like crossing the Kilimanjaro mountain. Kilimanjaro is higher than is, high, is the highest mountain in Africa and higher than uh, higher than uh, Mont Blanc in Europe. It's, it's very high. It's about 5,000 plus meters. Very, very high. Covered with snow all the time. Uh, you know, when you cross to a certain height, you start to feel dizzy. You can't breathe. And these poor spams, they are so tiny. They have a long journey. And they swim with strength. They have tails. And these tails use vitamin C for their collagen. The tails, and you see them racing sometimes three of them. Then it becomes two. That is neck to neck. They are twins. Trying to come to this world. It's not easy. And sometimes the womb is turned the other way around. Because we have different types, retroverted, antiverted. And so when it's turned this way, 
then it, it goes all the way to the back and finds that it has come to the wrong place. And then it has to climb up the mountain. I mean, if you are not a strong sperm, honestly, you are, you are done for. That, that's why some people are naturally strong. I mean, they are the strongest so far. They survived various just before they came to this world. Hey! <laughs> they fought for years before they came to this world. So some of the seeds you are sowing, a lot of them are lost. Many times when we give offering, we don't even believe. It's lost. Yes. But occasionally there is a seed you sow. You know, one day I was, sit down, I was going to give a seed. Not that I was going to, actually I was receiving something. The Lord asked me to give it. You know, it was like a vision in my office. I was in church. It was before preaching. I was lying down. I was just waiting. Then I had this vision. And then I saw like a lamp. And the Lord said, I should give this thing as a lamp. I shouldn't take it. I should give it. It was a big thing. I gave it. This is, these, are, these are spiritual things. It's like when, when we were about to build a church in um, Collegon, I heard him say, give away all the money. Give it all away. These are very spiritual moments with great faith. And there are things that release and open doors. It may be different from the other one you gave in the morning or the afternoon. So I always encourage, that's why sometimes I say that, God doesn't need you. You need God. So have faith. And if you don't believe, don't give. You hear me saying, if you give an envelope and you, 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 you change your mind, just bring it back. It's, there's no struggle. I, as a pastor, will not like you to give and feel that you were moved when you shouldn't have been moved. And no, no, no. Because I'm your pastor. I want you to do well. So if you don't have that faith, I don't want you to do it. Yes. There's no need. God is not in need of anything. Yes. You know, look at this place. We feel so hot here on Sundays. It's not a pro- if this is what we have to do so that we don't owe money. We, we, we are cool. Hey, what is wrong with a little heat? It makes you appreciate air conditioners when you see them. Oh. Let's be serious. You, when you grew up with air conditioners, I mean, look, is it some, when you went to secondary school, was there air conditioner? At Legon, why you stay now? Why do you pretend? Don't you sleep naked? You taking off your shirt and so on. I don't understand why people want to behave like they are something that they are not. No fun, even fun, you don't have a fun. Tell somebody, let's be serious. Look, you are you are making me preach for a long time. All right. Beautiful. Hmm. Now, you must sow the seed that you expect, the type of seed. 
Yeah. Genesis verse, chapter 1, verse 12. And the herb yielding seed after his kind. And the tree yielding fruit. So every seed yields, yields, or gives forth something. God is showing the miracle formula. Every seed gives birth to something. But it gives after the kind of seed you put in. So that's why some people sow seeds of love and they always get love but no money. So you didn't sow seed of money. You sow the seed of kindness. You reap kindness. You sow a pat on the back. And a little rub. And that's what you get. A tap and a rub. But not money. The seed, look at the scripture, yields, look at it, herb yielding seed after his kind. He's even calling the seed a human being, his. It looks like the seed is alive. His kind. It's like he's a person. Yes. His kind. There's herb yielding seed after his kind. So, and look at Galatians 6, 7. Notice, Galatians 6, 7. Beautiful. Be not deceived, God is no more. Whatsoever, the the thing, whatsoever is trying to say, the thing that a man soweth, no. And no. Now, a bear repeat. And no, and no, no, a bear repeat. The whatsoever, no, is the thing, no. And no, and no, not a very repeat. And no, and no, and no, and no, and no, and no, and no. Whatsoever. So when you see that is why givers are more blessed, and Jews give more than other communities. You see, apart from everything, one, one of the things you notice is that statistically, those who give have generally more receiving in their lives. God is not a casino. Don't expect that you've come to put 100 CDs in the church today. Then tomorrow you're going to get 1,000. God is not a jackpot, casino, what have you. Please, it, you think God is a machine? Yeah. So what you want to receive, you have to learn to sow. And that thing, whatsoever, and no, that thing that you sow, that is what you are going to receive. Begin to receive good fruits. Fantastic. Miracle money. Is coming your way. And finally, okay, finally, but one. (laughs) 
Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 1. And this point is, cast thy bread upon the waters. Waters often represent human beings. Yes, in the Bible, waters. Cast thy bread upon the waters. After many days. Listen, let me tell you something about seed work. It needs some time. God is not a casino. It's not a jackpot machine. What do we call those machines? The one that you press, put money, you press, and then money comes out. Does anybody know? Slot machine. God is not a slot machine. That is why even when people have sex, they have to wait for some time to see. They've cast the bread on the waters and they have to wait another two weeks, many days, to see whether it has any effect. It needs time. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, Sometimes you sow a seed today and you're going to reap it 25 years later. Yes. You know one of the things I used to do some years ago. This was in 1985. Yes, 1985. No, 1983. This was in 1983. The universities were closed down on the 7th of May in Ghana, 1983. It was reopened in March, 1984. So, in that period, almost a year, I was in England. Do you know what I was doing? I used to buy Kenneth Hagen books with my own money and go around the whole of London looking for people that I knew who were Christians. And I used to give them books. I didn't have money and I didn't even have time to work. Yes, I was a student and didn't have money. But I, I bought the books and I used to care. I said, read it, it will help you. Then I would take people uh, to church. Sometimes I would go to their houses and bring, to, not to my church, yeah. to a church. You see his picture in my office. He ordained me. Pastor Bassett, he ordained me. Yes. Last week I asked my secretary to send him an offering. I always send him offerings. He's an old man now. Nobody cares about him. But I care about him. He ordained me. No, no, don't, don't clap. I'm showing you something. The seed that he sowed in my life. Okay. See, when I became a pastor, nobody respected me. I went to see him. You know, these are seeds. I went to see him. And I said, you know, I've started a church. I have 40 members. And will you ordain me? He looked at me and said, I know you. You are here. I'll ordain you. He said, come on Sunday. I'll ordain you. 19, my son was just born. 1991. My first son. I went to the church. He ordained me in front of the whole church on Sunday morning. This was now the biggest church in London in those days. Yes, maybe in Europe. He was a 
powerful great man of God in those days. He ordained me in front of everybody. I ordained you to the ministry. Gave me a certificate. Signed it. Gave it me. He said, tonight, you preach here. Sunday night. Yes. First ever preach anywhere. Yes. What an honor. Now, today, I'm one of the few people that remembers him. <laughs> Orangus and what have you. Scattered his ministry. Yeah. Uh, the seed that he sowed in just and he, they, he took an offering for me yeah. in those days yeah. he said offering all the offering is for him in the evening oh. yes oh. like how we're having an evening service he took an offering gave it to me yes and he said bless you and I was going back to medical school I see. no no I finished medical school yeah. I have a small church in a classroom he said I ordain you I know you those were his I know you I'll ordain you that's why I ordain people that I sack to give themselves holy because of that what he did and you see I used to go around sharing can I take books today there are a lot of people that are this 20, 30 years later people take my books I mean with passion and introduce the country by country place by place yes whatsoever the, the thing you sold Yes. After many days. You, you wouldn't know how many days. When was that? 1991 to now. That's what? 26 years. Yeah. yeah. That he stretched out his hand. You wouldn't know what I would become. <laughs> so... Seeds are this type of thing you do for people. Never look at the person and say, can you pay me back? And I think the offering that they took, they maybe about, was about 200 and something pounds. Or 300 pounds, something like that. It was, I've never seen such money before. I mean, I've seen money, but this, I mean, it was just, it was just an honor. So, Seed sowing is, is miraculous. And after many years, I remembered him. I was just, I remembered him. I called myself, I said, send this. Send to him. And always send. Send this, send it. I told her, send, send at this time. This time, send. Always send. Send this amount. It's not related in any way to what. And, it, and nobody. You know, one pastor said to me, he said, you know, He said, I've helped so many people. My wife said, you are the only one. Of all. She, actually, his wife told me, you are the one who remembers my husband. <laughs> so you never know. African boy, maybe from nowhere. You wouldn't have thought. You would have thought maybe some American would have come to remember something. Now, are you ready for the last very important look at this this is the miracle now watch this first corinthians chapter three and i can feel the anointing lifting three verse six it says i have planted apollos has watered but god god not 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 anybody 
That's the miracle. And it's from God. God gave the increase. That's it. You see, that's why I call it miracle money. That God is the one who gives increase. Yes. And I want you to believe. God actually, you may plant, you may water, but for increase. (laughs) It's God. Yeah. You know, God speaks to people. The heart of the king is in the hands of the Lord. People just decide, I like you. I want you. Come near. Come closer. It's all these are this, the high ones is people's decisions. There's no education. This morning I was preaching, I was saying that you prosper from your gift, not from your education. P- people who use their gift are the ones who prosper. Those who use their education do cannot prosper as much as people who just use their gift. Yes. I'm not using my education, I'm using my gift. Yes. That's a, that's a gift I'm using. Which which is the education am I using? This moon and stars and Venus, is it, in a, is it in a medical school, please? You even art students, you don't know. As science students don't know even all these things. You don't know all these things. Beautiful. God is giving you a great increase. You know, I want to say something about a seed. Sit down for a minute, you know. When this pastor was sowing the seed in my life of ordaining me, you know, I remember the certificate. I don't even know where it is now. It was one of the most precious pieces of paper I ever had. With his sign V. V. A church which doesn't even exist today. But there was a big sign, V, victory, with his signature. That he, he has ordained me and backed me. This sign. You see, it would, have, it would probably be a small thing for them. But for my life, it was a very big thing. Yeah. So, you see, Sometimes you may be sowing a seed of 20 cities. It's maybe a small thing to you, but it's a very big thing somewhere. So I want to encourage you. You know, in 1984, I was leaving London. I'd been there for about a year. And I had nothing, but I had little bit of money. In those days, the latest invention was not a phone. We didn't have mobile phones. But the latest invention was a Walkman. And I had, I had enough money to not to buy anything, but I bought that Walkman. Brand new. It was, I mean, very beautiful with tapes. You play a tape. Just before I left, the Holy Spirit whispered me, take your Walkman that you've bought, the only thing that you have, for one year as you've been here and give it to your friend. My friend was called Danny. I should give it to him. I said, Lord, you must be out of your... What do you call it? (laughs) 
You know, I was so angry that I just put it out of my sight. And then I called him. I said, Danny, take this. And he, he said, when he looked, he said, never. That was, that was his reaction. Never. How? Charlie, what do you mean? Take it. I said, look, I am giving you this thing. Don't even start. You know, God wanted to bless me. He wanted to bless me. He wanted me to sow seed. As I, was, I had nothing anywhere, and he wanted me to sow seed. I sowed all, and I left. No, but the next time I stepped foot in England, I was rich. I was holding a check with thousands of pounds. I'd won in a medical school. Yeah. I was a student. I didn't have anything. But I won a prize. They gave me the check. I was holding the check gingerly. Looking at it. Miracle. There was no reason for me to have. I bought a car. I was so rich I could buy a car. Miracle money. Yeah. I saw the machine. If, 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 what do you say in tree? A machine. FDA. I saw the FDA and I got an FDA. But, yes. I saw the machine. I got a bigger machine. Yeah. You'll be there soon. You'll be there. Yes. I want you to believe in giving. Yeah. When you start operating in giving, you open the door for great, miraculous, God gave. God gave. Men shall give. It's, there's no explanation for Luke 638 except faith. And from today, miracle money and miracle announcements. You'll be, you'll be hearing announcements, information, good news. In your life. Father, thank you for these wonderful words that come from your holy word. Bless everyone here with grace of giving, a grace of loving. We thank you and we bless your holy name, Jesus. Take away, Jesus, poverty. Lack. Show us a river. Show us a stream. Show us, Jesus. I see someone, you are sitting in the wilderness like Elijah. You are sitting by a stream. And there, Ravens, miracle ravens, miracle beds are bringing you what you need. As you sit in a lonely place without answers, without solutions, without knowing how. It's going to be. I command the birds, heavenly birds, to bring you your bread, your flesh, in the morning, in the evening of your life and of your ministry. 
receive it. Receive miracles, ravens, fish, bread, flesh, supernaturally. May you have the grace to start the flow of miracles, financial miracles in your life from today. In Jesus' name. Lift, lift your phone. Take your phone. Lift it up. Father, I pray for every phone and those watching by, by whatever means. There's a man of God watching. God is sending some beds. The same type of beds he sent to Elijah. He's sending you those beds this year. Before the year is over. Miracle beds would have brought miracle supplies. To your life. May the phone you are holding. Be the receiver of good news. Receive it now in Jesus name. May the phone you are holding. Be the receiver of miracle money now. May the phone you are holding represent many other gadgets and other things that you need. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I declare you a miraculous human being. You are just like your father. You are made in the image of your father and you will receive miracle supplies from now receive it receive it receive it this year you receive the proof of God's miracle supply in your life in Jesus name God is building somebody a house God is taking somebody out of debt. And God is buying somebody a car. Receive it in Jesus' name. Whatever judgment is standing against you, let it be cancelled. Any type of judgment against you, a decision against you, I cancel it now in Jesus' name. Receive supernatural supply. Lift your two hands now with your phone. Jesus. 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 Nothing was made without you. All things were made by you and with you. Make Lord supply. The earth is the Lord's. Are your throne, the cattle on a thousand hills are yours. We receive into this church and to all that belong here miracle supplies of every type and of every kind in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed for a moment. If you are here 
and you don't know Jesus as your Savior, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, lift your right hand. I want to pray with you as we close. God bless you. Pastor, pray with me. I want Jesus to come into my life. Lift your hand very quickly. God bless you. I see your hand. I see your hand. If you've lifted your hand, you want me to pray with you. You want to give your life to Jesus. Come to come to the front quickly. God bless you. Come, 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 come.
Thank you. 
We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's Word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Daikewood Mills, please visit our website at www.daikewoodmills.org. God richly bless you. Something extraordinary has happened to Judy Sizemore's closet, making it feel more like a closet. 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 An area that once caused claustrophobia now has enough space Space. to hold all of Judy's striped boat neck sweaters. And Judy Sizemore has a lot of striped boat neck sweaters. sweaters. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha, through October 13th. The Container Store, where space comes from. Something extraordinary has happened to Judy Sizemore's closet, making it feel more like a closet. Closet. An area that once caused claustrophobia now has enough space Space. to hold all of Judy's striped boat neck sweaters. And Judy Sizemore has a lot of striped boat neck sweaters. sweaters. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha, through October 13th. The Container Store, where space comes from.